Thank you for your presence. God has blessed many of us to live far beyond the 70 years he promised in his word. And we don't have to look far to see the devastation brought on by the progressive turning away from him. As grandparents, we have been given the blessing to share with our children and grandchildren the spiritual wisdom and understanding that comes from serving the only true and living God. Keep Bible, pen, and paper handy as Pastor Rander encourages us to share the righteous word of God with our children and grandchildren. We thank you for what our ears have heard and our hearts have felt. We thank you for the movement of the Holy Spirit in the house of God with the people of God to the glory of God. Oh God, we pray right now that you would inhabit the praise of your people. We thank you for another chance to preach your gospel. Thank you, Father. I pray that people will listen in the Spirit, receive in the Spirit, be transformed in the Spirit, saved in the Spirit, revive in the Spirit. I pray, Father, that no satanic distraction would have its way, that you would defeat every attempt of the enemy in Jesus' name. And all God's children said, We want you to turn to the gospel according to Matthew chapter 5, verse 16. And then we're going to be uh, going through a number of texts. You want to write notes because God's going to speak not only to grandparents, but also to those of you who are not grandparents. You don't have to be a grandparent today. You can just be a person who needs a word from the Lord. Amen. Matthew chapter 5, verse 16, it says, Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. And from this passage of Scripture, uh, we're going to preach, it is time for grandparents to rise and shine for Christ in troubling times. It is time for grandparents to rise and shine for Christ in troubling times. To all you grandparents and great-grandparents in the assembly today, what a tremendous privilege it is that the Lord has blessed you, not only to see your children, but to see your children's children and beyond. You have lived not only years, but you have lived for decades And you have even lived long enough to see the changing of the millennium. Grandparents refuse to be discouraged and disheartened because you are now in your senior years of life. Don't let that disturb you. Don't don't become disheartened because you're aging. If you're not aging, you're dead. Old age is a tremendous blessing from the Lord. I didn't say the young at heart. I I didn't say all that, all that makeup stuff. Old, say old. The Bible talks about old. I don't see anything in the scripture about the young at heart. Old age is a tremendous blessing from our Lord, and we should not be afraid to embrace it as we age gracefully as unto the Lord So many in this world wish they could be where you are today, grandparents. And many, even multitudes, would not even get to see your age. Grandparents, this is your 
moment. <laughs> you need to write that down. <laughs> Grandparents, you ought to say, this is my moment. Say, this is my moment. Grandparents, this is your moment. What a blessing that you have been left here to rise, shine in a dark, decadent, evil world to make a difference in this culture, in this nation for the cause of Christ. I pose and submit a question to you today, beloved. What does God require if you're going to rise, shine, and fulfill your God-given destiny in this season of your life? What does God require if you're going to rise, shine, and fulfill your God-given destiny in this season of your life? Number one, God requires you to flourish in this season of your life. He requires that you flourish in this season of your life. The scripture says in Psalms 92:12a, the righteous shall flourish like a palm tree. You as grandparents have a reservoir of life experiences. Many of you have degrees and hopefully you are full of the word of God by now. Hopefully you are full of the wisdom of God by now. Hopefully you're full of the knowledge of God by now. Colossians 3.16a says, let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom. Grandparents who treasure the word of God and allow it to dwell richly in them will live righteously and flourish to their God, give a potential using the Holy Bible to make a difference in this troubled generation. It is a troubling generation, and not only to make a difference in this generation, but also generations to come. In this very season of your life, you as grandparents should be flourishing. You should be thriving, prospering, and making a spiritual investment in your family, making a spiritual investment in your church, the Lord's church, in the workplace, and even the community. It is one thing to talk about how terrible things are and how bad the youth are in America, but how are you using your spiritual gifts and talents that God has deposited into you to bring value and affect this generation for the cause of Christ? The second thing I'd like to say to you grandparents is this. God requires you to still bear fruit in this season of your life. God requires you to still bear fruit in this season of your life. Psalms 92, 14 says, they shall still bear fruit in old age. Underline old age. They shall be fresh and flourishing. If you are negligent in maintaining your spiritual freshness and spiritual vitality for the Lord, if you're not fresh, then you're stale. If you're not spiritually fresh, then you will be unproductive. You will be pessimistic. You will be dull. You will have a loss of zeal resulting in your being gossipy, a busybody. If you're not fresh, then you're going to be fussy. You're going to be negative. You're going to be very demanding. You're going to be very controlling. You're going to be grumpy and grouchy if you're not fresh. 
According to the scriptures, God requires you to be spiritually refreshing, spiritually inspiring, spiritually encouraging and flourishing wherever God has placed you in this season of your life. You must also refuse to believe the lie that you are too old to be used by God. You must also not believe the lie that you are too old to be used by God. Thirdly, grandparents, the most spiritual thing you can do is pray for, pray with, and pray on your grandchildren at every given opportunity. One of the most spiritual things you can do is to pray for, with, and on your grandchildren at every given opportunity. Uh, A couple of the grandchildren spent the weekend with us and uh, it was about bedtime, and they came in my room, and I said, okay, you boys, you come. One is getting pretty tall and pretty big. He's heavy now, and um, he's tall. And uh, one was a little younger, and I put one on my left and one on my right, and I put my hands on them, and I laid hands, and I prayed on them. Grandparents, when the last time you laid hands and prayed on your children they need your prayers. You mean tell me you're not praying on with and for your grandchildren with all the drugs, with all the opium, with all the sexual immorality, with all the transgenderism that's going on? You are spiritually negligent if you're not praying on for and with your grandchildren. You must use every God-given opportunity to pray for them. James chapter 5, verse 16b says, the prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective. The prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective. Prayer works. It is a wonderful thing indeed when your grandchildren can remember the prayers of grandparents. Your prayers will make a spiritual impact on their lives long after you departed to be with the Lord, grandparents. When you stop praying for your grandchildren, you are saying that their circumstances are too difficult for God. And that is not true. Fourthly, grandparents must be patient. You must be patient when involved in difficult family situations. There are many of you grandparents, you're in a very, very difficult situation. Very, very challenged. And you got to learn to wait on God. 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 4a says, love is patient. When you as a grandparent are denied access to your grandchildren, that is so prevalent in the times in which we live. Folk could just mean I fell with that. When you as grandparents are denied access to your grandchildren, which can be very hurtful, which can be very painful, pray for a breakthrough. Be patient. Refuse to argue with those who are withholding those dear children from you. You're not going to get anywhere by arguing and fighting with them. Prayer can do more than your physical fussing and cussing and huffing and puffing and fighting. Don't become bitter. Satan wants to wipe you out with that issue. Refuse to let him. What do you do in a situation like that? You trust the Lord and love those persons unconditionally. And if at all possible, keep the lines of communication open. Have a positive attitude 
and do not allow it to hinder you from moving forward with your life. Don't allow the problem that's challenging to you at the moment to cause you to get so stuck that you can't move and your life has become paralyzed. Ecclesiastes chapter 3 verse 11a says, he has made everything beautiful in his time. God knows where you are. You can't hurry God. And God knows exactly what he's doing. And God knows how to make changes and make things beautiful in his time. Number five, when grandparents shine for Christ, they will be spiritually attractive. Say spiritually attractive. When grandparents shine for Christ, they will be spiritually attractive and sought after by others. In 1 Kings 10, verse 24, it says, Now all the earth sought the presence of Solomon to hear his wisdom, which God had put in his heart. They were coming from the east, west, north, and south. The queen of Sheba came from afar. People came from everywhere, far and near, to hear the words and wisdom of Solomon. Those around you will be blessed by your words, grandparents. They will be blessed by your presence because your wisdom from God, your kind words from God, your gentleness from God, and your compassion from God ministers to those who need a word from the Lord. You must, listen, grandparents, you must be attractive. You must be a person that both children and adults love to hang around because your words minister to them. Your word refresh them. Your words renews the hearers. Your words refresh those who are downtrodden. Your words lift heavy hearts. And they will seek you out because they know you're going to say something to encourage them. The scripture says, let your life shine before men. This also includes your children, your family, and your grandchildren. The darker this world becomes, the brighter the light of Christ should be shining through you, which will draw people to you who desperately need hope. There are people out there who desperately need encouragement. There are people who desperately need a a word in the midst of confusion, despair, in the midst of depression, and in the midst of suicidal tendencies. I remember, frankly, the Spirit just arrested my attention on it. We were out of town. I can't remember where we were. And we were in a restaurant. It was pretty jam-packed. And I told this waitress, when I finish, God loves you and God bless you. And tears just ran down her cheeks. And she told me, you just don't know how much I needed to hear that. People are hurting all around you. And just because they smell good, just because they got a few degrees, just because they look like they got it all together and dress nice, does not mean they don't need encouragement. The very person you think have it all together could be contemplating suicide. Number six, grandparents, you shine best for Christ when you accept 
and not resist the transitions of life. You shine best for Christ when you accept and not resist the transitions of life. Ecclesiastes chapter 3 verse 1 says, To everything there is a season, a time for every purpose under heaven. Wow. Accept the, the season you're in. Accept the transitions in life. This means you must know and accept your limitations and not be in denial about your age. You know, you're 80, still saying, oh, how old I am. You know how old you are. Stop asking how old you are. You know know good way you know how old you are. Now, you may not want to tell it. They'll go on the Internet and find it anyway. You might as well, you know. I don't know. Honey, how old am I? You know how, just say, I don't want to say it. Get out of denial about your age. Be realistic about your health and your circumstances. Come on. You can't do what you used to do. You try to do the James Brown. You're going to break a leg. You're not going to just shake a leg. You're going to break a leg. Those bones are fragile. That's why you need some calcium. (laughs) You must ask the Lord to help you accept your new season and reveal to you how to creatively make the most of it. The Lord will make known to you when to retire. If you're walking with the Lord, he'll he'll make known to you when to retire. He'll make known to you how to declutter and downsize your life, grandparents, and, and, and those of you who are not grandparents as well. He will also reveal uh, when it is necessary for you to move in with your children or into assisted living. He'll reveal to you, you don't want to hear this, he'll reveal to you when you need to stop driving. Now, some of y'all should have been stopped. Oh, my goodness. I had one brother to take me to the airport, and I got brakes on one side, and I'm pumping. He said, Pastor, ain't no brakes over there. I say, yeah, but I'm trying. I'm trying. <laughs> I be pumping. I'm on the other side of the, in the drive. I'm pumping. I'm not going to ever, I, I pray so hard just getting to the apple. I'm not going to call his name. You need to surrender those keys. <laughs> Why? It's a person who knows when to surrender the keys, which is most difficult for anyone, and, and, and reveal to you his will for your life as you seek him. Beloved, life is about transition. Nothing stays the same. Some of you say, oh, if I can just go back home, if I can just get back to the hood where I grew up, where I used to play marbles. When you get back there, that's a big old highway right where your house used to be. Everything changed. You can't find Johnny. Sue's gone. Johnny's gone. And others look so bad, they scare you. Listen, the days of you sitting on the porch and sharing watermelon and cantaloupe, I wish they would come back, asking neighbors for sugar and flour and you eat together and talking about and on the porch rocking chair. Those days are 
You will make the most of your season if you listen to the voice of God and wise counsel from those who love you most. Listen, number seven, grandparents, you shine for Christ when you ask God to give you a fresh vision for your life and expect him to do great things through you. Now, if you don't expect nothing, you won't get nothing. Uh, So shine for Christ. And you do that when you ask God to give you fresh vision for your life and expect him to do great things through you. Isaiah 43, 19 says, behold, I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Shall you not know it? Listen, if you aim at nothing, you will hit it every time. Do not expect a fresh vision with a small mindset. Do not expect fresh vision doubting yourself, doubting God. Don't expect fresh vision being negative and having a lack of faith. Refuse to tell yourself it's too late to adventure with the Lord. I say it again. Refuse to tell yourself it's too late to adventure with the Lord. Matthew 19, 26 says, but Jesus looked at them and said to them, with men, this is impossible. But with God, all things are possible. It's not too late right now in this season of your life to adventure with God. Your prayer should be even now. Lord, help me to adventure with you. For example, You're not too old to go back to school. You're not too old to start a new career. You're not too old to pursue a long forgotten dream. You're not too old to engage in a healthy lifestyle. You're not too old to learn a new hobby. You're not too old to learn another language. You're not too old to play an instrument. You're not too old to get in a photography ministry or get in the nursery ministry and hold a baby and rock them to sleep. You're not too old to invest in a child. You're not too old to be a mentor. You're not too old to be a volunteer in the community. You're not too old to serve in ministry here at Maranatha Bible Church. For you who are estranged, it is not too late to be reconciled and restore a broken relationship. It's not too late. All I'm saying is that you are not too old. Let me give you a passage on that. Exodus chapter 7, verses 5 through 7, it says, And the Egyptians shall know that I am the Lord when I stretch out my hands on Egypt and bring out the children of Israel from among them. And Moses and Aaron did so just as the Lord commanded them. So they did. Verse 7. I love verse 7. And Moses was 80 years old. And Aaron was 83 years old when they spoke to Moses. Look at the boldness of these senior citizens standing before powerful Pharaoh saying, let my 
people go. If God used them in their old age, he can do the same with you. An illustration I was just reading through some magazines and some things around my bed. I'm just trying to catch up with reading various things, trying to stay on the cutting edge. And, I, and this article came and I said, how befitting. I'll just insert this in the message today. Allow me to share this illustration with you. It is entitled, The Oldest Sprinter. Ida Killing may be the only American sprinter who always win in her age group. After all, she's 104 years old and still competing. And she doesn't plan to stop anytime soon. Born in Harlem in 1915, Killing grew up as one of eight children. What's her strategy for prepping for the 60 and 100 meter dash races she runs? Hear what she said. Old 104-year-old lady. I go to the gym. Some of y'all that's 40 not doing that. (laughs) I can just stop right there. (laughs) She says, I go to the gym. I ride a bike. I work out. I have no intentions of slowing down. 104. You know what she said? I like the way she said in her old broken English. Age ain't got nothing to do with it when you really want to do something for yourself. Just go on and do it. <laughs> but, but beloved, I like that. If you have favor from God, I'm talking to you now. He will increase your greatness for his glory and your good. The Word of God says that wisdom and understanding belong to the old, and He commands us to let our lights shine among our children and grandchildren. Truly, it is time for grandparents to rise and shine for Christ in troubling times. By loving and patiently setting the spiritual tone for our families, we can make a difference and change will come. If you enjoy this kind of biblical teaching or would like to hear this message in its entirety, please visit www.maranathasa.org where you will find an archive of audio messages, service times, directions to the church, upcoming events, and much more. You can also reach us at 210-821-5683. Maranatha Bible Church is located at 7855 East Loop 1604 North in Converse, Texas 78109, directly across from Randolph Air Force Base.